Welcome to EGN Leadership Conversations, the untold secrets of the C-suite. I will be speaking with industry leaders on hot and trending topics. Enjoy the podcast. Today we have with us Sub Karur. She's uh, with NCAD as the content and community manager. And she's with us this morning to talk about social media trends for 2023 and also how to navigate social media. It's indeed a big topic for all of us. And I'm so excited because we haven't covered this yet, actually, despite we have 140 episodes now. So very exciting to have <laughs> you with us. Sub. Sub, how are you today? I'm doing great, Nick. Thanks for having me. And I'm very surprised it's not been covered. So I'm here to do whatever I can in these couple of minutes. Fantastic. So would you start by introducing yourself to the listeners, please? Sure, absolutely. Well, my name is uh, Shupreet Kaur. It's uh, Shub is just easier to say for everybody because, you know, not always the easiest name, but it's okay. I don't mind. I, I do like being called Shub. Um, I'm quite passionate about content creation. So anything from copywriting, podcasting, videos, any forms of content. And uh, I love uh, being able to use this content to drive impact, uh, especially if it's social impact, which actually has been a really strong uh, theme in my personal and professional life. Uh, I'm currently the content and community manager for the institutional communications department at uh, the business school for the world, as we call it, uh, which is INSEAD as you said. And uh, a little fun fact I thought I would throw in about myself. Uh, I've never really learned how to ride a bicycle, so you will likely never uh, see me on one. <laughs> okay, fantastic. And, and sure, maybe I can teach you that. We have the EGN cycle group. We have about 50 members there who are chasing oh, each other super. on the weekend going around Singapore. <laughs> okay, good. If I fall, then there's 50 people there to pick me up. So all good. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so let's jump into the topic then. Social media trends for 2023. So tell us what it's all about. Well, basically, I wanted to talk a little bit, uh, of course, about the potential trends uh, for this year, but also I think uh, just navigating social media in general, um, because actually 59% of the world's population uses social media. And uh, I think it's a vital tool uh, in amplifying or promoting uh, any kind of content for any industry, basically. Uh, in addition, I think it's also a, a low-hanging fruit uh, for any individual, for any organization, or even, uh, you know, interest groups like the cycling group, for example, uh, to get started and to get their word out on their products or service or even raising awareness, I think, for like a lot of uh, social impact or environmental impact. Uh, that's uh, definitely something that's picking up, uh, you know, in the world today. And of course, to build a brand presence as well. So uh, I think it's uh, always good to have a pulse on what's happening in this space so that you can stay informed and be a little more proactive instead of reactive. Fantastic. And I love that. That's what we need. So maybe you can let us know then, what would you say would be the, the three key media, uh, social media trends for this year? So um, I think uh, what I will do is I'll just tell you some three things that we need to know about social media to begin with. And then maybe we can jump into the trends just a little bit after, maybe in the next question or two. Um, because again, I just want to, since we've not touched on social media, I just want to build some uh, context and I think a kind of a sounding ground, sounding ground, if there's such a term uh, for that. So I think first thing to know uh, before we jump into trends is one, that social media is always changing. So nobody will know everything all the time. Um, I think by virtue of the fact that it's always changing, it of course gives rise to the trends that we're going to talk about. But it's also very exciting because you never really know what's around the corner. 
So it's a fantastic space for people who thrive in unpredictability. Uh, and of course, if they enjoy the occasional pandemonium, then it's a good place to be. Um, the second thing is that you don't need to do everything. Uh, I think this is where when it comes into trends, uh, for example, in my humble opinion, uh, they should be used as guidelines and not law. You know, uh, you should be able to leverage and maximize them when there is synergy with your product or your service or your brand. But don't use trends just for the sake of it, because any form of inauthenticity or trying to hard will always show. And uh, we all make that mistake sometimes. It happens. But uh, I'm here to remind you that it can be minimized if we accept that we can't jump on every single trend on every you know single platform. So so pick and choose. Um, the third thing is have a strategy. So don't post everything everywhere. Uh, in fact, it's good to avoid that unless, of course, it's necessary or if you're running any kinds of tests or whatnot. But you really need to have your own social media strategy for your organization. And more importantly, you need to know your why. You know, Simon Sinek always says, start with your why. So why are you on social media? And usually you need to dig a little bit deeper than just, oh, my boss says so, <laughs> you know, or our competitors are on it or because I inherited the accounts. Um, I'll give you an example. I used to volunteer at a, at a local dog shelter. And in addition to, you know, running around with the dogs, uh, we also, I also managed their social media channels. And our why wasn't, we want to show how cute the dogs are, we want to get funds, or we want to get followers. I mean, those are great. We needed that. But those are byproducts of our core objective, our why, which was to highlight a second chance at life. So take some time out, dig deep, and create your strategy. It doesn't have to be perfect. You can always tweak it. But it will give you clarity and inform your content and your posting decisions. So, yeah, I would say those are my three main things. All right, Shob. So, please, Dan, can you elaborate a bit more? Why should companies focus on social media and why spend resources on it? Budgets are so tight these days and everyone is fighting for it. There's sustainability, <laughs> there's ESG screaming. Why should we then put money aside for social media? Gosh, I'll tell you, Nick, why not? Um, well, for one, on the strategy that they create, uh, which I mentioned earlier, you know, your why, uh, that is a big answer to the same question. Whatever the company objective is, the why will be central to the company's ethos. Um, and so social media will serve uh, both as an extension and an amplification of that. And if that's not enough, I'll give you two other reasons. Um, one is that both your customers and your competitors are already there. Uh, maybe they're not, if they're not even better, because then you have that space to yourself. But it's very likely that they're both already there. And if you're not at that party, they're both shaking hands and finalizing the deals. And your customers might be thinking that, you know, <clears throat> maybe you're not interested, maybe you're not available for their business. And in a world that moves fast, your competitors will see that and they will see your competitors. And, you know, they're going to swoop right in before you can spell lost chance. So, both your customers and competitors are there and there is no reason for you to not be. Uh, I know you touched a little bit on budget earlier. Um, again, as I mentioned earlier, it's a bit of a low-hanging fruit. So for social media, even if you don't have any budget set aside for that, um, you know, there's no setup cost. The, the barriers to entry are very low. Uh, in fact, practically, I think, non-existent. All you need is an email account uh, and some visual assets, which 
A lot of free platforms like Canva can help you create. You just need a logo and you can even start there. So I think it's just getting started. Um, but don't worry about the funding yet. Just get started first and focus on organic. Uh, the second reason that companies should be focusing on this or considering resources on this is because it personifies your brand. Um, in a world where emotional intelligence, authenticity, building communities, and other forms of social interaction and acceptance are given such, a, such an increasing weightage, having a brand with personality that responds and engages with the community online, it showcases your team, it showcases what's going on behind the scenes. All of this, it makes the brand more human, uh, and thus it makes it easier to connect to. In fact, uh, it takes about a tenth of a second to make a first impression online. And having something that is relatable, that is human, it will build trust. And of course, I mean, we're human beings, so it goes without saying that trust is a key component in sustaining any relationship, whether it's professional, whether it's personal. And if your customers trust you, they will stick with you, which is always, always very good for your business. So yeah, those two things. Right. And as you said, it's, things are moving so fast it's, uh, and people are struggling to keep up. But what I do like is what you said here, that is low barrier to entry because the first step is always the hardest. And if, if you have to right. get a lot of budgets approved, then perhaps it never gets started. But here with social media, if I'm hearing you right, that, that there's low barrier. So at least we can get started and, and learn along the way. But yeah. with that, I wanted to jump in a little bit then show into what are the uh, what have changed in the recent times? So this is where I'll, I'll bring in some of the trends that's happened. You know, I mean, there's always the there's obviously a lot of changes that happen uh, just by nature, I said, of this space and, and what it's like. Um, but I think in addition, what I'll do is I'll address some of the things that are potentially coming up from what I've seen. Uh, it's always more helpful to anticipate what's what's up ahead. So first things first, um, I think one of the first things is you need to be ready to talk about or take a stand uh, on world events, even if they may not directly be related to your business. So what I mean by this is that there has been increasing uh, pressure in the past couple of years, of course, but uh, even more so, I think it's just something that in that's increasing, that brands need to say something. You have to speak up on what's happening in the world. And I think the recent world events, um, natural disasters, unfortunately, are reflective of that. The push from customers and consumers is not going to reduce. In fact, quite the opposite is going to happen. So if you're a brand um, and you have even the best intentions at heart, silence online is unfortunately seen as ignorance or worse as lack of empathy. And going back to the earlier point, it erodes the trust in the brand. So what I would recommend is always it's good to have a plan in place. Um, on how to respond or react to such situations on the social media front. And while you can't anticipate everything, it will give you a guide instead of getting frantic or, or having to deal with backlash, which is very common nowadays. And of course, if your brand is in a position to help, then of course, you know, try and do that where you can. Uh, the second thing is a big one, and it's a bunch of uh, two things that I'm lumping together, but it's the development of the metaverse and uh, multi-sensory media that's, that's on the rise. So... Metaverse, of course, uh, I think most of us know, you know, think interactive virtual stores, gamification, use of NFTs. Uh, in fact, I think Starbucks is already doing that, where I think uh, members can unlock access to immersive experiences through earning M NFTs. Uh, and at INSEAD, for example, we have a VR immersive learning initiative, which brings immersive learning into the classrooms for, for our students. 
Uh, when it comes to multi-sensory media, this is basically combining different formats of media together. So uh, if you're on Instagram lately, you will notice that Instagram now allows music on still images. There's, of course, 3D images, which has also, of course, been on Facebook and so on. So I, I think there is going to be a, a bit of a mix and match situation where different features on social media platforms are just going to, you know, uh, be able to interact with one another. So I would say make use of it, try it, play with it and enjoy it and see if it works for your brand or not. It may, but it also may not. So don't feel pressured to use everything all the time. Um, the third and last one, I would say, I mean, amidst a whole bunch of things that are going to happen this year, is a user-generated content. And uh, I personally love this one, only when it's done right. <laughs> and it's getting your uh, community to speak for you. So your employees, loyal customers, um, content creators, but the ones that are aligned with your values, it's really the best form of advertising or promotion. Um, it's the one thing, well, it's one thing if, if, if I as a brand say, you know, I'm amazing, this is what I can do, but it's another thing if someone else says so. So again, I think, Nick, it goes back to, to, to trust. You know, it's authentic. And 60% uh, of marketeers will tell you that authenticity is a big part of creating su successful content. So it's really important to get your people to speak for you. But of course, to get them to do so, you need to be worth talking about. Um, there is no compromise for quality. So it doesn't always have to be big things, but little moments or developments matter as well when they're framed correctly. So get people to talk for you, have a strategy for that in place, uh, and start small if you must. So yeah, I think those would be my, my three things. Um, you know, get ready to talk about things that are happening in the world, uh, development of metaverse and multi-sensory media, and user-generated content. Okay, great. Uh, sure. There's a lot of exciting things actually happening in the media trends then for this year. So now let's move on then to then what can social media do for our competitive edge? It's such a competitive landscape and everyone is looking for the next new thing to take advantage of. What about social media? Can you share some tips here with listeners? Okay, so I think for the competitive edge, Nick, um, there's just two things uh, that that's uh, that's good to sustain the competitive edge because I think a lot of uh, how social can help with competitive competition is is already in I think our earlier conversation. But I would say one is uh, get the right resources, subscribe to newsletters, follow brands online that you uh, you know feel are doing a great job online, whether they're your same in the industry or not. It it really doesn't matter. Uh, a lot of things can be replicated across industries. Um, and so just stay up to date, you know, consume content around this, uh, know what's happening, um, you know, read the reports, read the statistics, read the analytics. But um, it's a bit of a rabbit hole, so don't go too far in because there's no end to that. Uh, the second thing is learn to be flexible. A lot of times you have to change, you have to be ready to pivot, you have to be ready to adapt. So, so make it flexible enough um, and don't fall in love with what's currently happening all the time, because if you need to change your strategy, then it's just going to make things more difficult. But yeah, there's there's ways to do that. And it's there's ways to be competitive, but it's not easy. So don't put a lot of pressure on yourself. Yeah. Great. And I think that was a very strong end into today's show. Thank you so much for being with us, talking about how to navigate social media and also looking into some of the social media trends for 2023. Thank you so much. Uh, do you have, by the way, any way that any of the listeners can contact you if they want to continue this conversation? 
Yes, absolutely. I am on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is Shupreet Kaur, I think, which is probably going to be in the description somewhere. So so they can uh, you know, con- connect with me there and contact me there. Um, just as a closing thought, I think there's two things I would like to say, if that's okay, Nick. Sure. Um, I think my message just to anyone uh, who's uh, intimidated by social media, uh, whether it's a company or a brand or it's an individual, is don't be intimidated by it. Uh, it is a bit of a crazy beast that's always changing. But go with the flow and start small. So if you're not sure where to begin, just pick one platform or even pick two if you can and just start there and tweak it as you go along. Doesn't have to be perfect. Just get started. Uh, And my second message to people out there uh, who have a social media person, if you have a team, great. If you have a person, uh, please know that they're always facing a ton of content every day. And it can be a lot to absorb for the human brain, just the way that social media and human brains interact. So please look after all your staff and look after your social media person. Uh, I have a great team here at INSEAD. So of course, uh, I'm very well looked after. But, you know, I do know it's a difficult space to be in uh, for my community uh, on social. So don't expect them to do everything all the time. It is a difficult space. um, And we're all learning as we go along. So yes, that's all. (laughs) That's all I wanted to say. Fantastic, Chuba. Strong ending there indeed. So thank you so much also to all the listeners for being with us today. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you. Thanks, Nick. Thank you for listening to EGN Leadership Conversations, the untold secret of the C-suite.